Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Jamie Nelson, CIO at the Hospital for Special Surgery. In this segment, Nelson talks about the strategy she used to build an EPIC team and make sure the implementation was user-led, the critical aspect that often gets overlooked in the training process, and why her organization opted for a remotely hosted solution. Thanks, Jamie, so much for taking some time to speak with us today. My pleasure. So if you could just give an overview of Hospital for Special Surgery, really an eagle's eye view of the organization, where you're located, the size, things like that. Sure. So we are an orthopedics hospital, specialty hospital, located in New York City. We've been doing this for 153 years now. Our mission is around the treatment, education, research, and innovation, all around musculoskeletal health. And we're very proud for what we do. We are, once again, in News and World Report number one um, in the U.S. for orthopedic surgery, and again, number two for rheumatology. So really an organization that is focused on a single mission, um, and that's really an exciting place to be. Right. And uh, if you're a big sports fan like I am, you're certainly familiar with the organization, with the, all the teams you're affiliated with. Yes, lots of um, sports figures, athletes come through here. Um, we have performing artists, dancers, all sorts of people whose whose musculoskeletal health is important to their livelihoods, and also just everybody who comes through and wants to get back to doing what they need to do and they love to do. It's amazing how much a, a bad back, a, a hip that doesn't work anymore, how that really will impact your quality of life. So, Right, right. And... The hospital is independent, or do you have affiliations? We are independent. Okay. That's, of course, becoming more of a rare thing. Yeah, but I think with the work that we do here, uh, the quality measures that we have, we are a four-time magnet hospital. We're the only four-time magnet hospital in New York State. So with what we do here, we can remain independent. Our, Our biggest challenge is finding the capacity for the patients that are waiting to have care here and figuring out how to do that best. So our long-term view is to stay as we are. Okay. So uh, we spoke about three years ago. It's hard to believe it's been that long. Obviously, uh, a lot of changes since then, the biggest of which is probably the the EHR landscape. Yes, I'm here five years now. So three years ago is when we started our EPIC journey because it takes about two years to implement EPIC, um, and we've been live almost a year. So I think we really struck it at a great time because Epic had just developed its orthopedic module, which we implemented. They had just started their remote hosting offering, which we took part in. So it was a great time for HSS to implement Epic, and um, we've been very happy with that because that's now the bedrock for a lot of other things that we're looking to do. So then obviously that that orthopedics module was a pretty uh, significant driver in, in going with them. It really was, and we really feel that they were the best vendor for our particular organization. You know, there's got to be a technical fit, and there has to be a cultural fit, and and we felt that both were very strong with Epic, and we've been extremely happy with with the system, with the organization, and what we've been able to accomplish here. Okay. And so, as you alluded to, it's a long process as far as the implementation, and one of the aspects of that, of course, is, is getting a team together. And can you talk about what went into creating the, the team that was uh, that was going to be the EPIC team? 
Sure. So first we had to make sure that we had the right size team. So we had Epic um, and some consulting partners help us think through where we were with our current team and what we needed to add. Um, and I would tell anybody looking to do the same thing, always add a little bit more because what we found is that once we implemented Epic, the appetite for information for features um, increased because of what staff was not able to do with the system. Um, so we have since added more staff than we originally thought we needed, um, which, which I consider is a good thing. But what we did is we, first we outsourced our legacy systems. So everyone on our current staff who wanted to become EPIC certified and move forward with EPIC could. Um, and we had a third party take care of the legacy, so everybody did have an opportunity on Epic. We really didn't want to split the department on the people who had to support the old and the people who are doing the new. I don't think that sets up the best engaged group of employees when you have that, those two sides. So that was, I think, a very important thing to do. And we also had a mix of taking our own staff who became certified, bringing staff in from the clinical and business areas at the hospital who wanted to move to IT, um, adding those to the team, and then bringing people from outside of what Epic experienced. So it was a nice combination of three different types of employees who became a very effective team. Okay. What about as far as like the leadership? Was there a particular group that was really kind of charged with that? You know, IT, we were the leaders. I took a person who was running my financial system who was very smart, a real change agent, had lots of credibility within the institution. She'd only been there about a year and a half, but was very, very good, um, and made her the EPIC project lead. So she wasn't a clinical person. She hadn't had EPIC experience before, but I just knew that she'd be an excellent leader, and she wound up um, building a, a great team around her and moving forward with the EPIC implementation. We used management consultants to kind of fill in roles, but we led this implementation. So she had a very strong team, and we had a lot of involvement from uh, our clinical and our business users in terms of leading their own teams moving forward. So I think it was um, we had a lot of success because of those factors. Right. And would you have done it again that same way where you had that different representation and it, it didn't prove to be too many opinions? No, because it wound up really being, Kate, a very user-led implementation. Our user community, clinical and business users, did not have the feeling that, that IT was pushing a system on them. They really were leading with us. Yeah. So uh, you, you kind of have one person in charge, but a very senior team alongside for all their different Parts. So we had a clinical leadership, we had revenue cycle leadership, we had research leadership, you know, across the board, physician leadership, which I forgot to mention. So we kind of orchestrated things, but we had a first violin, a first cello, you know, a first trumpet. It was, it was really excellent. Okay. And, and one of the um, challenges, or maybe not so much a challenge, but something that really ha has to be a pretty strong focus with an EPIC rollout is the training. And how did, how did you approach um, how that was going to be laid out? Well, we built a big training team. We did not have a very robust training team, so that's you know, one of the areas where we brought in some new resources because we knew IT was going to be on the hook for training. We also made sure that training was going to be funded by the organization in terms of backfill. So you can't expect, you know, a thousand floor nurses to come through training and patient care not to suffer unless you have appropriate resources to backfill their work while they're in training. 
So that was an important part of our financial model to make sure we had appropriate resources to backfill our clinical staff when they came to training. Um, also, some of our um, business and revenue cycle staff, if we had people that were really focused on the implementation, we made sure to backfill their role so they could help this define and design and test the system. So I think that was really, really key. And for the most part, have things stayed on track? We finished that implementation on time and on budget, which we're very proud of. Um, and it was a very successful implementation. Epic said we were in the top 7%, uh, however they measure their success, uh, implementations that went very well. Our revenue cycle numbers improved. Uh, we had absolutely no variance in our operating room schedule. We were just as busy day one of Epic as we were the day before. Our quality indicators were excellent. Our patient satisfaction remained extremely high. So we really had a phenomenal implementation, um, you know, for lots of different reasons. But having that business and clinical-focused leadership involved was, was key. And our CEO, who was extremely involved um, and very engaged in the process and, and felt that its success was his success as well. That makes a big difference. All right, sure. And um, another thing you'd mentioned before was the ability for Epic to be hosted remotely. And why was that something that, that you guys wanted to do, or what have been the advantages of that? Um, a couple of things. Hospital for Special Surgery had a, before I even got here, had a history of remote sourcing its applications. So our current billing system was remote hosted. And as is the current clinical systems, all scripts. So we already had a history of doing that. So we didn't have the expertise. We would have had to bring in staff to run 20, a 24-by-7 uh, clinical and, and revenue cycle system. The other issue is space. You know, we're in New York City, and real estate is extremely expensive um, and hard to come by on the Upper East Side here. So it would have been expensive to find uh, a suitable space for our data center for this system. So it was really much better having Epic run this. Um, and the ability for them to staff it with their own people, have their own best practices, have their staff who um, not only know the architecture, the technical environment, but also um, have hooks right back to the application staff there. It, to me, it was a, a very good environment, and it's proven to be very, very reliable. Um, we've, been, we've been very pleased in this first year. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, Visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.